There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Thursday, September 21st, 2023. I'll explain in a minute. Here we go. How's everybody doing out there today? That's right, you heard me right. Today is Thursday, <laughs> September 21st, 2023. So, you see what you see what happened was... Okay, look, I'm on vacation this week. And uh, the show <clears throat> that I'm actually bringing you today, I was going to do Sunday. And uh, I... Uh, see, so what, see, what happened was we, we were going to the beach for, the, for a couple days... And uh, so I got up early Sunday. We we went into to the gym and worked out and spent a little too long there. And then by the time I got home and got situated and got truck the, uh, the Jeep packed and we got ready to rock and roll, I just didn't have time. I just didn't have time. You know, happy wife, right? I, I don't get paid to do this. And I'm doing this for y'all's benefits. No. But you know what I'm saying. It is what it is. Guys, if you're married, women, you understand. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. This isn't a paying gig, so it's not like I had to do a show or else I wasn't going to get paid, you know, so it is what it is. Anyway, uh, so on that note, guys, I need to get paid doing this show, so here we go. Don't forget to visit the DTOM store. Guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please go, number one, save the show, uh, follow the show. Do something with the show. Just make sure you're there every week, every day, every time I do a show, whether it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or a random Thursday or whatever. That way you know the show pops up. Here you go, Sugar Water. I'm here. Um, <clears throat> but while you're on the uh, app, guys, scroll down there where it says D-Top Store. Click the link. Check out the store, guys. It's only going to be up for a little bit longer. If I don't start seeing some some movement on the store, I'm canceling it. There's no sense in me paying $30 a month for a store that nobody... I mean, people are visiting it. Don't get me wrong. So either the, the products I have in the store suck... Or everyone's just being cheap, and I understand if that's your if that's your case. I get it. 
or you know, or my products suck and you know i think people would spend money if the product was good so maybe maybe that's what the problem is i can attest to one thing for sure <clears throat> i did buy a t-shirt out of the store just out of curiosity because here i'm thinking okay well here i don't want to sit here and pimp a store of product no no matter how good the uh, t-shirt ideas might be i need to know the quality is going to be there and i will say this about that as far as the t-shirts are concerned i did buy a t-shirt i bought the one with the show logo on it it's a good shirt i'm not just saying that so you go buy a t-shirt i'm i swear to god i'm not just saying that's a gildian is the brand of the t-shirt it's a heavier t-shirt it's good it doesn't shrink i've wore it a couple of times i've washed it once or twice now wash it a couple times it, it's fine it's a good shirt the, the the logo when you wash it doesn't fade i wash it throw it in the dryer it's it's good so take my testimony if you want to if you don't then that's fine i, I will say this that the t-shirts are, are good i'm probably i shouldn't say probably i'm going to go on there this weekend and do a few more things mainly because i'm gonna buy them and then i'll shut the store down <laughs> i'm probably gonna do a hoodie and I wish I could do a hat. The only hats they have available are like trucker hats, and I don't like those. I like fitted hats, so so I'm not going to do that. Um, maybe if anyone listening to this knows a hat person that maybe they could hook me up with, whatever. But, um, yeah, so stores going to only be up in a short while. I'm ho- I was going to try and run it through the end of the year, and... Uh, with the intention of people, oh, Christmas time, maybe you'd buy something. Maybe women would buy something for their husband. Or, you, hey, husbands, you could say, hey, honey, if you want to get me something, you can get me one of these shirts or one of these sweatshirts or whatever. So, anywho. And I also got a thing from them about free shipping. So, I got to get that set up. I've been busy this week. I literally, we didn't get home to last night. I was going to pop on here and do the show, but I just was tired and said, I'll do it tomorrow. So, I'm here today. I'll probably be back I don't know if I'll be back again tomorrow as I got daughter's appointments. Uh, definitely be back this weekend. I'm going to do a bunch of shows, and then this week we'll get back on track this coming week coming up. So, anyway, follow the show, share the show, check out the store, guys. If you're on social media, check us out at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And from all of those situations, you can message, email the show. And if you just want to email the show, it's, uh, it's Don Q at don'ttreadonamerica.com. So, anyways, so this story I have is is not terribly old, but it was from this past weekend. And I'm going to talk about it mainly because I don't have anything else to talk about, so deal with it. No, I'm joking. I was going to talk about something else, but even though I was on vacation, I did, um, I do watch the news because I'm a creature of habit, so it is what it is. And I was still on Twitter and still searching and still looking to see if anything new was popping up. So no one was really talking about these situations. So I figure I'll go ahead and give you my two cents. And if you live in these states, then I do feel bad for you guys. I meant to start to show off with a little extra music, though. So we'll do this real quick because it is the 21st of September, right? A little uh, first win in Meyer from... Uh, wait, that was... That was a... Uh, Fresh Princess, Earth, Wind, and Fire with uh, September. Here we go. All right. Uh, 1982, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, 
and the reason I'm playing this is because it's interesting. And, I, and I'm, I'm this will be at the end of the show that I cover this. I might even bring you back in with a little Earth, Wind, and Fire on the back end. Uh, the date. Okay, today's 21st. So today's technically, right, the first day of fall, right? Allegedly. Now, in Florida, it's, uh, it's 84. It actually feels pretty good outside. It's not crazy hot. So, you know, whatever. Um, so, you know, with it being the first day of fall... It is what it is, but I've been noticing dates popping up, September 22nd, September 23rd, September 24th, and we'll close the show out with it, because everything I'm going to talk about here today is going to lead into those dates, in my opinion, and I think it's very interesting, so uh, that was cooling the game, no, Earth, Wind, and Fire, back in, way back in the day, thank you guys, alright, so what we're going to get into is this. So, state governors, have you noticed, and I'm sure if you live in <clears throat> some of these states, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. So, if you watch national media, if you watch whatever you watch, whether it's CNN, Fox, whoever, <clears throat> and let's say they focus on DeSantis, and, and not so much lately, but, you know, six, seven months ago when, when the big push about Disney and all that crap was going on, you had two realms. You had the, the faction of saying, look at DeSantis is spending all his time focusing on Disney. He's got other issues in the state, blah, blah, blah. And then on the right, you had, oh, DeSantis is holding up values, and they're going after Disney, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And this all stemmed from the, the quote-unquote, don't say gay bill and all this. So we can even piggyback off of that. And you could you can make that argument. If, you're, if you happen to be listening to this show and say, Don, you're, you're one-sided, you're full of shit, you're sitting here talking about these governors like Hochul and the governor from uh, New Mexico and then, you know, Gavin Newsom and whoever else and how they do, but look at your governor, how he does. Okay, and I'll say this about that. What DeSantis is doing or had done, had, had done did, <laughs> what DeSantis is doing and was doing with uh, Disney, it, it, was a, it was a moral situation. Now, I guess you could make the argument that things going on in New York and New Mexico and California are a moral situation on their beliefs, what they believe to be true. Same thing with DeSantis. If you're if you're for the gays and for drag shows and little kids being involved in that, then you have a different set of standards and a different set of morals. You understand? Um, I might not agree with them, and most of you guys, I would assume, don't agree with that. Now, you could also make the comment that, well, why is DeSantis going after Disney? It has nothing to do. And it, and that's where the, the storyline got all twisted. It had nothing to do. Here, here was the basis of that whole situation. Disney, back in 1970, whenever it was they signed the deal with the state of Florida, signed such a cush sweetheart deal with the state to be tax-free and be given free autonomy of their land um and not even so much their land i get it if it's your land you should be able to do what you want on it but in these situations you it's private land used for public use and then they just gave them the the autonomy to run their area like it was their own state no one else can do that Hell, in, in the other 49 states, no one else can do that. Disney can't do that in California. Okay? Now, you could say, well, that's Florida's fault for, for signing that kind of deal. Okay, cool. I can get on board with you on that. But that was 50-something years ago that that happened. 50-something years ago. You guys got to think back. I mean, I'm not even old enough to remember this, I, but I can read. 
occasionally, contrary to, to what you hear on the radio sometimes. But um, the fact of the matter is, 60 years ago, let's jump in the Wayback Machine. 60 years ago, Florida was... was <laughs> when people think of Florida, you think of beaches, right? You think of Disney World, you think of Universal Studios, and you think of Miami. Most people, okay? But in actuality, Florida, even to this day, is one of the leading states that produces beef, cattle. They, the central part of Florida is is not what it. It's not even what it used to be. Like the orange trees and stuff have gone away because all you jokers keep moving down here. But regardless of that, we're not even. We used to lead the the world in citrus orange juice production we don't even do that anymore that that prize goes to not even this country anymore nowhere in this country produces the amount of of uh orange juice that say brazil does now i guess you can make the argument the united states as a whole yes but if you look at it from a state standpoint you figure this little ass state of florida used to produce the world's most citrus not so much population has taken over the land but even throughout Central Florida, and if you're listening to this and you live in this part of the t- of the state, you'll understand what I'm saying. There's more cattle ranches and scrub and just land with nothing on it than there is this tropical wonderland that a lot of people think it is. Thus, the reason that when Disney came to Florida, he saw this large swath of palmetto bushes and pine trees and oak trees and swampland that he bought for pennies on the dollar it was a great deal plus at the time the government was building interstate 4 that ran from 75 on the west to 95 on the east okay so he put this plot of land right in the middle of that so he he was smart he was smart now before buying the land and he didn't even buy the land. It's like he came in here. I'm Walt Disney. I want to buy these however many hundreds of acres. It wasn't even like that. It was a corporation, kind of like a dummy corporation that he set up so as to not attract attention and jack the price up. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? If you're Farmer Fred out there and you got a couple hundred acres or whatever that you got for sale out in the middle of fucking nowhere and you got some Yahoo Yankee coming down here want to buy my land, <laughs> fuck it. You want to give me 30 grand for that land? Fuck it. I'll sell it to you. Now, if it's Walt Disney coming in here, you might be like, oh, that's a million dollars back in 1960-whatever. You see what I'm saying? But the state of Florida, like, he bought the land prior to the state of Florida knowing anything about anything. You see, he could buy the land cheap. And I don't recall offhand what the price was, but it was cheap. Cheap to even for these days' standards. And before even signing a deal with Florida... Because he knew, worst case scenario, I'll make money off of the oranges and whatnot. And if this doesn't come to fruition, then I'll just sell the land to whoever. You see what I'm saying? The population in Florida back in the 60s wasn't even a fraction of what it is nowadays. So, when he wanted to develop the land, obviously, he had to have permission to do so. And... It's not so much, you know, besides building a house on your property. Oh, I bought an acre. I want to build a house. You still have to get the authority. I mean, as stupid as it is and as crazy as it sounds, yes, you still have to have that authority. 
But this is more than just building a house. This is building a, a whole town, essentially. If you've ever been to Disney World, it's more than just the theme parks. It's that whole area surrounding the theme parks, the Reedy Creek Division, the Lake Buena Vista area. That is all Disney. All that is Disneyland, owned by Disney. Not Disneyland, the park, but you know what I'm saying. It's all land that's owned by Disney. So even though there might be a McDonald's or a gas station or whatever, that land that that building is on is owned by Disney. Those hotels, those are, it might be a Holiday Inn or a Best Western or Hilton or whatever the case may be. The property that it's on is owned by Disney. That's what I'm talking about. When he signed this deal with the state of Florida, he he gained all rights to all this land. As well he should. It was his land. He paid for it. I get it. But no taxes. No. Now, he obviously would have to collect sales tax on whatever he's selling and give it to the state. I get that. Property tax, no. Building tax, no. You see what I'm saying? And then he could do whatever he wanted to do. I want to build a road going out here. I want to build this theme park. I don't need permits. I don't need this stuff. So it was almost like his own autonomous zone. So when Disney wanted to spout out about all this other stuff going on in politics, DeSantis was like, cool, you want to you wanna, you wanna do this? Cool, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to rescind the, the whole deal you signed 50, 60, 50, whatever it was years ago. That's what this was all about. So did DeSantis have the right to do that? I would say he does. He's the governor. Now, when you jump into these other situations and we're going to start off with new york now this is a video that i got off of tiktok oh my god you got it off of tiktok so it's gotta be true okay whatever the girl that's going to talk here i don't know who she is just random chick she's voicing her opinion she's obviously and you'll be able to tell this by hearing her talk she's obviously from new york okay now this is a concerned citizen of the state of new york that obviously has an issue with her governor. She is allowed to, just like whatever state you live in, whether you're pro or against your governor, you can have an opinion one way or the other. We, that's what the beauty of living in this country is. You are supposed to have the right to be able to talk shit or praise. She's talking shit. So I wasn't going to play her part, but I, I want to because it's going to piggyback on the next uh, video I have here. So... Uh, this is just a concerned citizen of the state of New York talking about Kathy Hogel. Then you'll hear Kathy Hogel talk about her plans. Well, I was focusing on the quarantine camps hearing in Rochester. Miss Kathy Hogel did a presser yesterday. Wait until you hear this. Oh, my God. I'm going to play it right now. About three minutes of it. I'm going to come back for a little bit of um, whatever the word is when you comment something. Commentary. Anyway, watch, and it's nuts. This news is coming at a perfect time. My team and I just got off a call with the FDA confirming that the COVID vaccine is on its way to New York. Some doses shipped last night. We expect many more. Now, this was on Friday, this video. The updated vaccine guards against the newer COVID strains because it was built off the Omicron XXB 1.5 variant. That's what we're calling it now. It matches the new variants that are now dominant. So it's really a customized vaccine. It's offered by Pfizer and Moderna. In this case, they literally recommended that everyone six months and older should get a shot. You only need one, no more double doses. 
And again, they'll be starting here in New York on Friday. Doctors' office, pharmacies, healthcare providers. You can make an appointment online. That's still available. It just takes a couple minutes. And what I want to talk about is what's different about this vaccine and why should people get it? A couple of points. First of all, it is literally a new vaccine. It is not a booster shot. It is not an enhancer. It is a new vaccine designed to attack the new variants. A booster is a vaccine you get the same one over and over and over just to build up your resiliency. This is a new vaccine built specifically to match these circulating strains. So it doesn't matter if you've already been vaccinated. Take no comfort in that. Thank you for getting vaccinated in the past, but that is not protecting you today. You need to know that. You don't have the immunity built up over time. So as the virus evolves, this is where our scientists and researchers and companies have to get ahead of it. The virus evolves, so must our response. So here's the simple message, New Yorkers, get the vaccine. That is the best way by far to protect yourself and those around you. And we're smart, we're resilient, we protect each other. We've done this since March of 2020, no reason to stop now. Six months is the age. Sounds young, but children get shots from birth. They can do it. I encourage everyone, don't let your baby be one that is in a cold, dark, scary place, unknown to them, scary for your child. Think about them and get them vaccinated. So they can't protect themselves. They have no choice. They're counting on their parents to do the right thing. If you have underlying conditions, you really, truly have to do this because you are also in a point of vulnerability. So people don't realize this, but 70% of adults have at least one underlying condition, regardless of your age. 70% of adults have at least one underlying condition that puts you at greater risk of contracting a serious case. So it's better to be safe than sorry. So the takeaway. Oof, she came in hot. Hold on. Is it doesn't matter what you did in the past, vaccine or not, everyone needs to do it. It does not matter. This is not a booster. It's a completely new vaccine, completely different from Pfizer and Moderna. They want six month old and older to get it. Like they don't care. Babies can do it. Get vaccinated because you don't want your kid in a dark, cold, scary place. Yeah, so on that note, what is that about? Okay, you have an eight-month-old baby, and the baby gets COVID. What does that mean? They're going to take your baby away? Now, if you recall, she started off this video talking about the concentration camp. So what it was was, and I'll play the video. This is off of the news up up that way. There was, so arguments for um, Hochul and Soros-backed DA Letitia James appealed to overturning the ruling that the DO that uh, New York's Department of Health uh, COVID quarantine regulations were unconstitutional. So you had a couple people that back in the 2020, back in the 20s, now, they uh, came up with this great idea in the state of New York that if you got sick, kind of how they did in Australia, they, they were going to quarantine you, not in your house. Like most places, like, okay, for example, I live in Florida. I got COVID whenever it was, and I had to miss two weeks or whatever, week and a half of work. So I quarantined, I guess, in my house. And I did the right thing because, you know, not that I was afraid, but I wasn't going to be that asshole because at the time it was still relatively new. We didn't know the things, in my opinion, that we know now. This kind of stuff, it's like a, 
you can't help but ask the question why why is this going on what what is the end game here like now as time has passed and you figure in uh february march of 2020 okay election cycle now as time has gone past it made sense like at the time i think a lot of us i think a lot of us were concerned you know and as someone and um, this is this is just me talking never gotten vaccinated never even considered getting getting vaccinated to the point and the reason that was was this granted i am not a doctor by any stretch of the imagination i get that I also have a little bit of sense to me to the fact that I can I can find anything on vaccines that tells you that the majority of your vaccines that your child has a take, which they that's a show for another day, obviously. Uh, you know, if I was big enough to have, you know, RFK on the show, we could we could have that discussion because I've the more I've done research on vaccines on babies, the more I've come to realize that it's way more than any child possibly needs but whatever but even with that being said those vaccines take years to develop now you try to tell me that COVID-19 even if you even if I guess the way I could put it is this as time has gone by we've discovered that COVID the coronavirus is essentially the cold right might be a little hyped up but I think I think they mind fucked a lot of us into scaring us because I can recall when all this started. So like in March when it was like, well, we got to lock down, we got to close down, we got to 15 days. Let's remember all that bullshit, right? We're all in this together, you know. But then as even just as a little bit of time went by, I was like, well, how come I can't go to church, but I can go to Walmart? How come these people can't go to work in their office, but they can go to grocery shopping? They can go to the bar. They can. You see what I'm saying? There were things that didn't make sense. And then it was all of a sudden we had a vaccine. So even if you made the argument that COVID-19 was discovered in a lab in Wuhan, blah, blah, blah. And I think it was October or whatever of 2019. It still isn't a year, isn't enough time to create a vaccine. Even to the point that in 2023, even if this was the first run of the vaccine, it's not enough time to create a vaccine. But now we're on our fourth or fifth different version of the COVID vaccine. And to, to have this lady come out and say, now granted, it's just one governor of one state. I get that. And I'll tell you why I think that's interesting also here in a second. But it doesn't matter if you've had the vaccine. This is a whole different thing. So when Biden and everybody else and all these actors and TV shows and radio shows and athletes and all these people... We're coming out, and you would see commercials and hear radio announcements and whatever telling you to go get the shot. That was all for nothing. You wasted your time, and God knows how many people died from those shots. I mean, we could speculate, and we can guess, but we don't really know because we'll never find that information out 100%. Right? We can find... You know, however many people had myocarditis all of a sudden. But, oh, that was pre-existing. Was it? We're never going to know the truth, but we can see the uptick. We can see what they don't want us to see. But all that was for nothing. So let me put it like this. If you had a parent, 
that was okay. I'm I'm 57. My mom, she went and got vaccinated because I believe she was scared into getting it by her doctor. Well, you're old. You should get it because you could die. So what if she had died from the vaccine? Now they come out saying, oh, if you whatever you had before doesn't count, you got to start all over again. How pissed off would you be if you were someone like me? Oh, my mom died from the shot. Now you're telling me it didn't even matter from the, from the get-go. They, got, they would have to start all over again. You see what I'm saying? And then, coincidentally, on the same day that the state of New York's Supreme Court overruled, overturned the ruling on COVID quarantines, this thing, it, the speech from Hoke will come out. Now I'm going to play this from New York News up there. To the dispute over a COVID regulation which was previously ruled unconstitutional. Advocates gathered outside the appellate court on Rochester's East Avenue as the court heard the final arguments in an appeal to this ruling. Some background here in July of last year, Republican State Senator George Borrello and other plaintiffs won a lawsuit against the governor as well as the New York State Department of Health over a regulation that would ultimately allow the Commissioner of Health to issue isolation or quarantine orders in order to control the spread of the disease. The judge struck that regulation down, saying it violated constitutional separation of powers. In March of this year, New York Attorney General Letitia James filed an appeal on behalf of the governor and the DOH to try and reverse the ruling. Outside the courtroom this morning, Borrello, his attorney, and supporters of the original ruling doubling down on the fact that they feel the government is overstepping boundaries. Our governor using the Department of Health to ensure that she has absolute power, absolute power. And if we don't stop them here, this goes on to other things. And it goes to other states. They can't change the provisions of a law. It is not in their power. And that's what happened here. They overstepped their power. They tried to change that law. They tried to write a whole new law. Cox says it will take a couple of months for the court to make a ruling. This may not be the end of the road for this battle. State officials could appeal the ruling again, taking the case to the State Court of Appeals in Albany. We have reached out to both the governor's office as well as the attorney general's and have yet to hear. So, and that's interesting because now if you live in the state of New York, you can probably attest to this a lot more than I can, but I believe the state of New York is the fourth or fifth most populated state. I think it goes California, Texas, Florida, New York. I'm pretty sure. The thing about New York's population is 80% of it, and I'm spitballing a guess here, but I think it's around high 70s, 80% of that population is in New York City, in that area. And the reason you have a person like a Kathy Hochul in the governor's mansion, regardless of how she got placed there, Cuomo, whatever, whatever, she was still just elected. She was just elected. You know, she was placed in there after Cuomo, the Cuomo situation. She was placed in there as governor because she was the lieutenant governor, but she ran for reelection. You guys elected her. Now, if you live in upstate New York or outside of the city of New York and maybe even Buffalo, the majority of your population resides in those two areas. That's why you see a lot of the state where your state senators, your people that are in Albany making laws for the state, 
most of those individuals are Republican because they might be in different counties throughout the state. Well, those counties are probably red as red could be. But the numbers, the population of those however many counties don't even come close to touching the amount they come out of New York, the area of New York City and then parts of Buffalo. Thus, the reason why you have Democratic senators at, at, in D.C. and Democratic Congress people in D.C. and a Democratic governor because the population decides those main offices. Now, fortunately for you guys, you have Republican senators. If I think, if I'm not mistaken, the state of New York, their Congress, their state Congress is a prom, prom, primarily a red or Republican Congress. Now, my question is this. When you have a governor like this that's coming out doing these things, why wouldn't you try to hold her in, you know, in an, a, a, in an, an impeachment type scenario? Why wouldn't you, why would you let her do these things? I don't know. I guess that's a question for another day. But anyway, then you get into the state of New Mexico. Now, I don't know if you heard about this. So New Mexican governor, um, what is her name? Her name is Susie Johnson. I wish I could, I really don't know it. And it's, it doesn't matter, whatever. So this lady comes out saying she wants to suspend the, the Second Amendment, essentially, because of a public health crisis. Now, this was her on CNN. I think this was either Friday or Saturday. And uh, let's hear what she has to say about the situation. Now for her first national televised interview since issuing this order is the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Governor, thank you for your time Michelle Lujan Grisham. And let's get to exactly that. That's we just heard from the sheriff. Say. He joins the attorney general and others who say they won't enforce it. It's unconstitutional. Why do it if it can't be enforced? Well, that's their opinion. They have no bold actions. They don't have any plans for reducing gun violence. Every single aspect in terms of preventing gun violence, uh, funds, uh, uh, crime labs, uh, more than $150 million for retention, bonuses, and recruitment of new police officers. I'm focused on one thing. Uh, we have the third highest gun-related injuries uh, in the country, 90% higher than the mm -hmm. national average. We lost 143 children between 2017 and 2021. It is unacceptable, and it calls for immediate and swift and bold action. And frankly, the evidence bears out over and over again fewer guns on the streets makes everyone safer and i'm focused on everyone's constitutional rights not it, just those the nra says i should be focused on yeah it's not just the nra here's one other concern from the sheriff here's what he told my colleague caitlin collins so i'm going to play that here in a second i want to go to this one here now this was her say someone asked her a question and this it's a pretty good question and this is this is her response just listen to what she says here. But again, if I'm unsafe, who's standing up for that right? If this climate is so out of control, somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. Listen. Madam yep. do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. 
Okay, so she wants to take the guns out of your hands. If you're a law-abiding citizen, this whole thing that she wants to pass is to take the guns out of your hands. If you are in New Mexico and you're hearing me, you know what I'm talking about. So I live in Florida. I have guns. Okay, that'd be like DeSantis getting on here saying this bullshit that we're not going to take all your guns away because of a public uh, health situation. Okay, in the meantime, she says to the CNN host that they are the third highest, I guess, per capita on gun situations. Right. Which is interesting because you hear everyone talk about how all the gun crime happens in red and red uh, states. Well, this is a blue state number one, and the red states that it does happen in is because of their highly populated blue cities, nonetheless. So, I'm going to go back to the CNN thing. Let me, let me, hold on, let me back up here, where she says... I'm focused on one thing. Uh, we have the third highest gun-related injuries uh, in the country, 90% higher than the mm-hmm. national average. We lost 143 children between 2017 and 2021. It is unacceptable, and it calls for immediate and swift and bold action. And frankly, the evidence bears out. Okay, so my question is this to you, Governor. Of those deaths and of those situations that cause you to be the third highest in the country... How many of those people that were involved in gun situations were criminals? Thus the question from the guy before. How many criminals are going to listen to your order? Do you think they're going to listen to it for the 30-day thing? No. She says no. Right? So, in the meantime, the, the, I would be curious to know how many people that, that legally own a gun, someone like myself, who was able to stop gun violence because I had a gun. How many of those numbers, like if you're third highest, would that take you to number one? See, it's, it's interesting. What would be her excuse if, if people actually abide, if, you know, if this didn't get overturned? Thank God it got overturned in a court of law, which brings me to another thing. But how many, how many, um, more would there be if people laid down their guns now this is the sheriff from one of the counties uh sheriff john allen um and this is what he had to say about upholding this was prior to it being overturned by a uh by a judge let me be clear i hold my standards high and i do not or never will hedge on what is right and i take my oath seriously in reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. So, there you go. Now, that's just one county. Now, like I said, this was prior to it being overturned by a federal judge. But then, on fri- on I think it was Thursday or Friday, you had her come out and say this. Democratic New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham has refused to back down on her 30-day gun ban in a state following a restraining order from a court after she declared gun violence a public health emergency in response to shooting deaths of a 13-year-old girl, 5-year-old boy, or a 5-year-old girl and an 11-year-old boy. The action plans includes a suspension of open and concealed carry laws in Bernalillo County, temporarily prohibiting the carrying of guns on public property with certain exceptions. 
da 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 So earlier in the week, federal judge blocked Grisham's gun ban. U.S. District Court Judge David Urias issued a temporary restraining order against Grisham for her gun ban until next month's hearing. So here's where she's trying to slip on past the goalie. The uh, public health emergency. See, now this goes back to COVID. This goes back to 2020 when the government allowed states, and, and I shouldn't even say that the government, because the states have autonomy to, to, to run their states, okay? And that was an argument we had back in 20 with COVID, and where, especially like in 21, when states were open, like Florida was pretty much 100%, and you got a bunch of grief, and it was like, oh, the government shouldn't allow them to do that. Well, fuck you. The problem is, is because of COVID, because of in this country's 250 years, when have we ever had a public health emergency that shut down the country, right? I don't even know that it shut down during the Spanish flu like it did for this. But now you're going to say gun violence is a public health emergency. In the meantime, you're the people that are probably causing most of the violence aren't going to listen to your your words anyway. The shooting deaths of this 13, 5-year-old, 13 and 5-year-old girl and 11-year-old boy, I don't know the circumstances of what happened. Were they playing with a gun? Okay, so based on what she wants to do, I'm I'm assuming, I'm assuming that these ch- children were killed by the hands of a gun that maybe the mom and or dad left the gun out where they could get to it and you know, whatever, whatever, and they shot each other. I'm assuming. I don't know the deal. But if that's the case, that has nothing to do with me concealed carrying, open carrying, keeping it in my car, doing whatever thing, whatever else. So you you can't legitimately say that that's going to be a way to, to fix things because the majority of the people that are causing your crime are criminals that don't listen to you anyway or they wouldn't be criminals right but no we're gonna we're gonna ignore the law written by uh <laughs> you know by you know by the government government because um interestingly enough and here's and here's my question on on this whole situation and this goes back to the sheriff so you have a governor, whatever state, we're going to talk about New Mexico. So this governor uh, swore an oath to the Constitution, right? Then she says she wants to come up with this great idea to stop gun violence. So she's going to sit there and say, we're going to do this because of public health safety, because she's using a COVID law. Okay. Judge says you can't do that. That goes against the Constitution and what you pledged an oath to. So, I guess the best way for me to explain it is like this. Let me let me paint a picture for you. Let's take gun violence and governors and whatever out of the question. Let's just, it's just me and you talking. We're just two regular people. So, let's say you get a speeding ticket, okay, and you have to go to court because you go to court because you speed too much. Let's say you've, this is your fourth time being pulled over for speeding, and you have no choice but to go to court. 
the judge then decrees that your license is suspended for a year because you speed too much. We're taking your license away because you speed too much. Now your license is gone, but you say, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm driving anyway. What do you think happens the next time you get pulled over for whatever? Taillights out. I you know, didn't stop fully at a stop sign. Whatever the case may be. Guess what happens when, that, when you do that? You go to jail. So my question is this. Why hasn't someone, this, this sheriff, for example, or, or the, God forbid, the FBI or the marshals or the state police or someone along those lines, why ha- haven't someone had the balls to place this stupid bitch under arrest for, you know, number one, violating a federal judge's orders, and number two, violating her oath to public service? And, you know, if you're not sure what that is or how it's worded, it, it goes like this. It's a simple thing. Every, every politician has to do the same thing. I solemnly swear or affirm that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of New Mexico and that I will faithfully discharge those duties of office of governor to the best of my ability. So... On those notes, on those words, let's see. What does the Constitution of New Mexico say? Let me move these ads out of my way so I can read it. Shit, I guess I should have done this before I started recording because I had it all down. It says that... Don is right and she is wrong. Now it says here that the essentially what the Second Amendment says that that you are able to you know carry a hand you know, have a weapon for protection. Okay, essentially. Um, now the Second Amendment of our of our country is as much as people want to ignore it is uh, see how is it read here? The Second Amendment reads a well regulated militia, comma being necessary to the security of the of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So those are two separate things. We've talked about this in the past. The Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia, a group of people, um, being a, a necessary to secure f- for the security of the free state. So you got to think when this was written, this was based on the Minuteman idea, essentially. But also, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, period. The state of New Mexico has a very similar um, definition of it. And for the life of me, I just can't fucking find it. It's pissing me off because I had the damn thing and I'm trying to find it. I'm probably scrolling right past it. But nonetheless... So this is a person who signed, uh, who swore an oath to these two constitutions, right? So if then on top of that, you have a judge, a federal court judge, who comes out and says, "We're we're pausing your 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 thought process here because it's unconstitutional." which means she went against the constitution of her state and the country. And 
the the constitution of the country supersedes the constitution of the state contrary to popular opinion which means the state can't sit there and say we're banning guns period they can't do that they try they put you know provisions and restrictions and this that and the other thing which are also if you really wanted to be a dick about it and if you had the money to fight it unconstitutional just based on the words i read to you there's no reason why every single person that lives in this country should be able to handle a gun now you can make the argument that if you have a felony if you have this if you've been convicted of violent crime okay whatever but the problem is is people like me and you who don't fit that role get (laughs) accused of being criminals when those things might not ever even cross your mind so once again my question is okay here it is i did have it wrote down see i knew it new mexico constitution no no law shall abridge the right of the citizen to keep and bear arms for security and defense for lawful hunting and recreational use and for other lawful purposes but nothing herein shall be held to permit the carrying of concealed weapons no municipality or county shall regulate in any way an incident of the right to keep and bear arms that's the new mexico's version of the second amendment okay but yet doesn't say anything about except for in a case of a public safety or a health emergency doesn't say that doesn't say oh but by the way just in case there's this you, you can't have a gun you see what i'm saying so if she's knowingly violating her oath of office she's knowingly violating it she can come up with any bullshit excuse she wants she's knowingly violating both things she swore to uphold she should be removed from office period and i know we don't have a lot of listeners that live in new mexico but the few people that do listen to the show guys you need to do your research don't just take some schmuck on the podcast word for it i'm but i'm telling you i this is what i found you guys in new york in new mexico and if you don't live in these states be weary because if you live in california or some of these other states washington oregon so on and so forth there this is here's the thing as we the people allow our states to do these things whatever these things are whether it's covid lockdowns covid camps taking your guns away these all have to do with the same thing they're using public health to scare you again if we allow new york to do this if we allow new mexico to do that then they're going to say california is going to come up with some and then it's going to matriculate and then you're just going to have a handful of states that don't do that and i'm here to tell you right now florida's full guys we're full sorry sorry we can't we can't i I don't live in texas i've been there a few times and from what i'd see i'd say they're full because all the migrants but uh it's up to you guys the few people that have these thoughts you need to start talking to your like-minded friends you need to start sharing this show you need to start organizing yourselves to not let these people that live in these big cities of your states to control your lives 
Look what they're doing in Oregon. They're finally getting to the point where they're trying to get the eastern part of that state to succeed into Idaho. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but that's that's the sign of people, the the small population with voices that are being drowned out by people who live in the big cities of Portland and whatnot. They're finally starting to make notice that, hey, we're sick of this bullshit. And, you know, to further go into something, this also is something that hasn't really made much news. But this was on uh, on uh, Sunday, oddly enough, that this news broke. G20 signed a treaty to roll out WEF digital passports worldwide. Now, we could say, oh, well, what does that got to do with us? Well, because fucking dipshit McGee was there and he signed it. G20 leaders have agreed to impose these WEF policies on their populations without giving the public a chance to vote. That means no matter how much I can get on here and bitching and playing... It doesn't mean shit, because for whatever reason, we give our president, whoever that president is, the autonomy to go to these conferences and sign these treaties when realistically, this is something that should be voted on by us, the people, or at least our, our members of Congress or Senate that we, that we send up the, to D.C. It's not something that this old man should be able to take upon himself and say, yeah, yeah, this is what we're going to do. So the globalist body also revealed that in, uh, discussions are underway to create strict international regulations for cryptocurrencies, which will allow governments to replace them with central bank digital currencies (CBDCs). Um, Slay News reports that Indian Finance Minister, that guy, said <laughs> the discussions were underway to build a global framework and regulate crypto assets. He also said that world leaders believe cryptocurrencies cannot be regulated officially without total international cooperation, which means they can't control your money unless everybody's on board with it. Not so much me and you, but every other country. So if you're listening to this, you live in England, you live in Spain, you live in Russia, you live wherever you live. They want all of our money to be the same. That way... If you try to go to the DTOM store and buy a t-shirt, they can say, nope, that that's guy spreading propaganda. You don't need to buy anything from him. Denied. Hope oh, you want to get a pound of rice. Oh, your allotment's only a half a pound of rice. You think I'm joking. And I've talked about this time and time again. And I know if I had this conversation with even people in my family, they're going to roll their eyes and look at me like I'm crazy. I get that. Because it is that far shot out. But when the shit happens, <laughs> don't come crying to me. I told you so. All right, one last thing. So I talked about this. Let me, I have people out in the living room talking and fucking loud and shit. Let me go back to my Firth, Wynn, and Meyer here real quick. Where are you at, Firth? Where are you at? Here we go. All right. So today is 21st of September, and uh, tomorrow is the 22nd. It's crazy how that works, right? It goes 21, 22, then, then 23rd, right? Now, <laughs> this is the thing that kills me about TikTok and Twitter and X and Facebook and whatever else you get on. All right. Allegedly, <laughs> something is supposed to happen. Not sure that, you know, that that is the case. You see a lot of people, <laughs> they go back and watch older movies, TV shows, etc. And I would say every year we go through these situations because that date... September 23rd, for example, 
comes around every year, <laughs> right? So I'm watching this thing on, on uh, I don't know if it was TikTok or Twitter, I can't recall, but nonetheless, it was talking about different movies and different TV shows where they said, oh, September 23rd, September 22nd, so da, 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 a Simpsons episode. So let me, let me read on. I have all this wrote down here. So anyway, so we, you know, we go through this every year. I think it's a way um, to say that people go over these things year in and year out just so that if or when something happens, they can see, <laughs> they can say, see, such and such movie said that the Simpsons said that, you know, and I'll say this about all of it. Yes, we've seen these situations where the Simpsons have hit the nail you know, on the head on certain situations. But the show people are referring to is now 10 years old. It was uh, season 24, I think, episode 9. Okay, since then, we've had 9 September 23rds, <laughs> right? And uh, nothing's happened. So before I finish reading on, let me mark myself where I was at here. Um, right there. Uh the thing is this with the Simpsons and I'm not clowning on the Simpsons. I haven't watched the Simpsons in God knows how long, but they always refer to situations like, Oh, look, they predicted Trump coming down the escalator. Oh, they predicted COVID. Oh, they predicted this. Oh, they predicted that. Here's the thing. And I'll just touch on COVID for a second. The coronavirus, and you probably saw this on TikTok and different videos during COVID when COVID was at its height, you've seen a bottle of Lysol. How is it? If this is new, how does Lysol help with the coronavirus? Because it's not new. Coronavirus is not a new disease. It wasn't just created in a lab in Wuhan. The thing that happened in Wuhan was they took the coronavirus, which was an existing virus, nothing new. And they tried to, I guess for lack of a better term, they tried to make it combative. And it got away from them. This isn't a new disease. So for the Simpsons to make a show, it's not necessarily out of left field, okay? As far as Trump coming down the escalator, the escalator has always been there in Trump Towers. That's nothing new. Trump running for president, although was new in twenty in twenty twenty or twenty sixteen, whatever, um, wasn't new. Yeah, it was new when he actually ran, but for thirty forty years prior. Well, probably 30 years prior to that, every four years, someone asked Trump about running for president. Nothing new. So for them to go out on a limb and make a decree that he was going to run for president doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. You go to this particular episode, if you look it up, it was, like I said, season 24, episode 9, uh, and it was about... Uh, Prepper, it was, I think it was called a prepper episode or prepping episode, and it was about getting prepared for the world coming to an end, essentially. And it, the guy says, September 23rd, the world's going to come to an end. Like I said, <laughs> this will be the 10th September 23rd since that show aired. So I think it's a situation where you see these doomsday movies and TV shows and whatever, and they might spout a certain date. Right, and so because of that, it it every year that date comes around, it's like, see, see, look, you know, God forbid something actually happened, they'd be like, told you, we told you. Here's the deal: 
if you if you're always ready, then you're ready. If you have the money, go ahead and buy you some MRAs. Go to the My Patriot Supply and the whatever you know, different brands, whoever sells whatever. If you have the money and you want to drop a couple of grand on that shit, by all means, knock yourself out. For the rest of us that live in the real world, maybe you go to the store, and I've said this time and time again, and I'm not trying to break a record. Obviously, I'm not sponsored by anyone in particular. So I'm telling you as a regular dude, a guy with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, that you know, you have to budget yourself. I get that. We don't have the money to go drop a grand, two grand, three grand, four grand on these MRE meals. I get that. Buy some extra, when you go grocery store, just buy extra canned foods, stuff you're going to eat anyway, okay? I would say the most important thing for you to do is make sure you have a, a way to protect yourself. Do you own a gun? No? And why are you listening to the show? No. Then <laughs> go get a gun. Get a gun. Get a 12-gauge. Get something that you can protect your family with. Make sure you have some ammunition. Because if shit goes sideways, guys, we don't even have a clue. Like, we, we, we can sit here and talk about this, and we can show videos of, of rioting. That's nothing. That's rioting in Minnesota. That's rioting in Chicago. That's just isolated incidents. You don't see rioting in small-town USA. You don't see that. But if shit goes sideways... You will. And if you live in a town and there's not a Walmart or Walmarts or, you know, grocery stores or convenient, if there's not those things, where are they going to riot? They're going to riot at your house. You need to have a way to protect yourself. More, more importantly, probably than anything else. And I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm not saying this to sell you anything because obviously I don't have anything to sell you. I'm telling you this as a regular person that does this stuff anyway. That we never know when that date's going to be. Just because The Simpsons says it or this movie or that movie or whatever. We don't know. It could be on a Tuesday, November 12th. I don't even know if that's a Tuesday. But you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. It could be on a holiday. It could be Thanksgiving. It could be Christmas. It could be a random Saturday. We don't know. If we knew, then we would be golden, right? So... Anyway, there's no blueprint as to what, when, and how. We can speculate, we can talk, and I can scare the shit out of you all day long. It means nothing unless you actually listen. All right? So just be ready. Because even when you think you are, you're probably not. Because as much as I think I am, I guarantee you I'm not. So, there you go. Anyway... So you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. It is September 21st. And tomorrow we all die. So hopefully you get to listen to this before we die. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, search search yourself. I'll, maybe I'll touch base on it again this weekend as far as the date because it'll be past that time. If we're still here, then you'll hear me, right? So uh, guys, make sure you follow the show on uh, social media. We're at Dual America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And on the Twitter, X machine is DTOM underscore 1775. You can check us out at com. Message the show. You can give me a chit-chat if you want. Check out the store, guys. DTOM store. Limited time only. Check it out. Buy something. Help finance the show, guys. You're not financing me. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for the show. And, uh, 
yeah, I guess that's it. Other than that, guys, I guess that's all I got. I don't think I'll be here tomorrow in case, you know, something comes up. Maybe I will. If not, I'll talk to you again on Sunday. You guys have a fantastic day, and uh, may God be with you and be uh, be well. See ya.